0: welcome to the podcast again. (laughs) little inside joke there. Uh, It is Tuesday, February 6th. It is Eric and Miss Alexandria. Hello. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm okay. Um, I'm good now that I'm sitting down and we're here.
0: Good. Good, good, good. I wanted to have you uh, roll things off yesterday and we can just go back to yesterday even though it's not as fresh. It's uh been a quiet start to the week um the the taylor swift news cycle continues to spin which uh, are you over it
1: oh yeah of course are you but real? not in the hateful kind of way <laughs> like i'm not in the like i'm tired of seeing women win kind of way like i just feel like she has come across my news feed more than i'd prefer but by no choice of my own I'm
0: gonna go on to uh, to some uh I don't know re- Republican conspiracy theorist reddit board and <laughs> and bring up uh, the Deadpool trailer. because mm-hmm. that that's that's the the unseen conspiracy theory. So let me get this right. The guy that went with her to the Jets Chiefs game now has his movie trailer on during the Super Bowl, a game that she's at. Well, that's oh. not sketchy at all.
1: Well, but is it a, but I is it it's the Deadpool trailer? Yeah. Oh, that's the conspiracy theory. Oh. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I see where you're going. Sorry, I totally missed that.
0: Totally fine. Completely fine. Um, I, I don't really have anything. It's sunny out and that's nice. And I know you loved the heck out of the Grammys. And now um, everyone under mm. the age of 30, 35 knows what a Tracy Chapman is.
1: I would not say I loved the heck out of the Grammys. I had no intention of watching it, but they knew better. They knew what to do with me. And so the fact that Tracy Chapman was on, like within the first, I think, 15 minutes, I don't think she was the opening act, but the fact that Tracy Chapman was on, I'm like, Oh, this is great. I'm going to watch this. I, I was waiting to see her cry. I don't know why. I wanted to see I mean the amount of love she received from the crowd. I think she got a standing ovation and I'm con- I'm, I'm convinced she did and not Luke Combs. Um and Trevor Noah's monologue, his uh monologue was decent. It was a little long, but it was good. And um and just the tribute. I I w- the only other thing I was here for was the uh in in whatever it's called the tribute concert this only the second half though and i realized very quickly i'm like i really am rooting for everybody black i mean this was the second half i heard that like uh somebody sang sinead o'connor and there was a couple people up there i don't know who they were but i was here for john batiste and um fantasia i was I, i about fell out of my bed it was great
0: you know they have your show on bet (laughs)
1: <laughs> but, but you know what? No, because that's what happens when people limit us just to BET. You don't know the power of uh, like how transformative the music is. And it was it was so, so good. It it was like I said, and I think I Facebook I did Facebook and I said, I don't remember a time where I literally turned my TV up and got up and danced just in my just in my room, like all by myself.
0: Without black people, white culture would bore itself off the planet. Like they had, they had nothing: no food, no music, no no way to dress, n- nothing. Like and nothing. that's your
1: Black History Month fact for the day. Thank you.
0: Um, were you Were you okay with all the the awards that were handed out?
1: Um. I guess so. I didn't really pay attention to a bunch. That was the other, there was one award where I paid attention. Obviously it was SZA and I loved Lizzo and SZA and the moment they had together. I'm like, this is what happens when we come together. We root for each other. I I, honestly, I could give a shit about all the other ones. And that's where I'm like, wow. Wow.
0: It was the Grammys of all these award shows seems to be, seems to have the most credibility and integrity. Um, Mostly because, I, so I remember growing, and we've talked about this before, when I was growing up, like, I think Christina Aguilera won Best New Artist and I was like, wow, a pop artist. Mm. Like, they weren't pop friendly. And then I was looking at the, the ratings. Um, they, they were okay until like 2005, 2006, and then they dipped. I think because social media came a, a, of age in that time and the discussion became the Grammys aren't very pop friendly and 40 million people watched in 2012 because it was right after Whitney Houston had Mm -hmm. died. And Mm -hmm. really then after that, um, the Grammys, uh, in that whole little era right there, the Grammys began to embrace pop culture because they had to get ratings. People weren't watching anymore. They weren't talking about it. So of, of all the big award shows, they're the one with the most credibility. Um, and who they give awards to, popular, talented people who have streamed a lot and sold a lot of records and aren't real snobby like the Academy Awards, because they want people to watch. And it's a good TV. At the end of the day, these things are TV shows.
1: I felt like it was a bit interesting how, I wouldn't say it was polarizing the Grammys, but a lot of people didn't understand what Jay-Z was speaking to. And I don't think Jay-Z intended to say what he said and how he said it. But he didn't lie. Like, you know what I mean? He wasn't lying.
0: Can we have a a brief uh, not-so-scientific experiment of that? Sure. So, SZA had like nine nominations more than anybody. Mm -hmm. And somebody could just go, well, how does she only win one if she was nominated nine times? sometimes you can have your best year and mm-hmm. somebody else has a year out of their minds like you could you could be I'll use a basketball analogy you scored 28 points a game and 10 rebounds blah 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 this is your MVP year it's the peak of your year and then somebody out of nowhere has a better year and they win the MVP um, I'm not saying that that's what happened. But uh, that's kind of what happened to to, to SZA. Um, And there's definitely politics involved with all this stuff. Sure. But to apply it to Beyonce, and this is where I ask your insight. Um, She's a brilliant, wonderful artist, but it it does mean looking back at the years and who her competition was for the album of the year, maybe... Maybe the albums she put out in particular years were Now, listen, she's put out so many good ones. You figure one right. would win. But right. her, her. and com- that's the point. Well, but her, but sometimes it, it just doesn't work out that way. Like, there are... God, I'm, I'm sure I could come up with sports analogies. And... Okay. Uh, Russell, Russell Wilson, I don't think he's ever won an, an NFL MVP. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't even think he, he, he had gotten votes. Um... And you think about that and go, that's that's impossible. Well, it's not when you're playing in a league with Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady.
1: But I don't think, but she is the Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady in this equation. And I, I, it's not, and I think it's important context-wise, we're not just referring to Beyonce. Beyonce's not just the argument, and it's not just album of the year. I mean, the Grammys historically have always left out like artists of color in some way or another or not respected, you know, best rap album goes to Jack Harlow when he was in a category with Nas, you know what I mean? Like I'm giving that as an example. Um, so I think it's not, I think a lot of people are referring to Beyonce because it was Jay Z and Jay Z referenced Beyonce, but it's not limited to Beyonce. I don't even think the weekends, uh, some of the weekends albums were even nominated when they, when they were really you know this, you love the weekend. They were really fantastic, like, like songs and not necessarily album of the year. But, you know, in multiple categories within the Grammys, there is constantly like um, people of color that are getting snubbed or artists from different cultures or you know that are that are being snubbed and so, and that's and that i think is what he's referring to it's almost expected we quite literally stop watching for the most part because we know like in best rap album of the year it's gonna be friggin uh what was that kid's name that did that that time what's the name that dated ariana grande Macklemore? mac no no but Wait. that's a good example yeah that's a good example, and that's the frustration. Like he was doing math when it comes to Beyonce, but he was when he was saying some of you don't deserve this category, some of you are in the category and shouldn't be in it. Like he's referring to a lot of stuff. Now he shouldn't have said it in that way, but he said what he said. Yeah. You
0: he know? can he can say what he says. He, he like he
1: said he, what he said. He's
0: he's like rich white guy untouchable. Like he can say wh- whatever.
1: I think I was a little bummed and I get it. It it, it, it was very human of him to be nervous. Like the, he had a very human response and situation that just infl- unfolded in front of all, all of us. Like I said, I don't think he said anything wrong. I don't know if he should have said it in that moment because I feel like he could have said something so much more inspirational, but he said what he said and, and that's fine. I just wish it would have been something, I don't know, more inspirational and then he sh- could have shared his feelings about that, in another way, on another platform.
0: This is some of my Beyonce dislike coming out, so I'll fully admit that. Mm. Did Did you see the? Uh, did you see what Drake had to say? Like he was more uh, upfront with his with his criticisms. No,
1: what would he say? Just something
0: along the lines of. This is all BS. You know how, they, like, exactly what you just said. Um, the awards come from all the fans and lives you touch and all the streams and, and all of that stuff. And he's right. Like, I completely agree. And it seems like you illustrated it perfectly. Sometimes the Grammy seems to get things all, all right, and then sometimes they don't. And I mean that with, like, the other categories. Because mm-hmm. as you're talking about, like, we're using I don't know if Jack Harlow has won a Grammy,
1: no, I'm using that oh, as an example. Oh, ma- the like, Mac- the it would be... Right, Macklemore's a, a a better example. It would be so damn typical for like uh, a Macklemore or a Jack Harlow to win the Grammy in a category with friggin' Nas and uh, uh, DMX or something like that, you know?
0: I don't know who else was in... Uh, these categories, but, like, Killer Mike would disagree with you. <laughs> That's why I say, like, sometimes they get it right. And I guess with all of this, like, blind, sw- blind squirrel gets a I don't think not-
1: Killer Mike di- would disagree with me. Uh, I think he just won this time. So. R-
0: r- right, exactly, exactly. But, again, all of this stuff is so nonsensic- nonsensically subjective. Somebody threw out the thought that um, it was, and everybody gets a trophy night, And I swear there are there are politics that goes into this because, again, it's a TV show. You want discussion. And they found a way to thread the needle like it was there was literally there's no controversy that that came out of this. It was Tracy Chapman. It was Miley. The Jay-Z thing. But like there was no furor. There was no Mm. iron. No, no, no. What?
1: Taylor Swift snubbed Celine.
0: Yeah, but apparently she did something backstage. Like, I mean, of course were, she
1: did. Of were, course she did.
0: There was, now, now your bias against her is coming out. No, no. There no, was, no. there was no overriding controversy that 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 stole the discourse of the day. Like, everything was just fine. But the person said, "Everybody gets a trophy." Billy Eilish got a trophy. SZA got the R and B one. Taylor got her album. Miley got a couple. Like every and the only buddy, the only person that really got passed over was Olivia Rodrigo. Um, and she's got plenty of time with SZA to win to win lots of them. I'm I'm surprised that Olivia's album was nominated because it came out like shortly before the nominations were were announced. I was stunned that it had gotten in under under the um under the line.
1: Well, they probably would have to. She's very popular. I mean, that's where it's, that's where I feel like, I don't know, sometimes it's almost lose lose. Like, of course they're going to get Olivia Rodrigo in there. She can't be a pop star of her kind and not perform in the Grammys and be nominated in the Grammys.
0: But it's not a her thing, it's not a Grammys thing, it's a, a her and her label thing. Like, getting that mm-hmm. thing out to be a part of, to be a bigger part of this year as opposed mm-hmm. to had they waited a month and it's it's Olivia's year next year because we're on the fifth single from the from the guts album. But at this point, no one's getting out from the shadow of Taylor Swift as another album is coming out.
1: And for what it's worth, I have no Taylor bias. I was being sarcastic because of course she probably snubbed Celine. She was so excited to win that. Like she can't think of everything in that moment if she is filled with adrenaline that she just won an award. So it would make sense that she cleaned up what, what, what did appear as a snub behind stage And apparently like, that would make sense.
0: And apparently with Celine Dion, she's got this stiff thing. So you can't tell reactions. I don't know. It was a terrible joke.
1: Meryl Streep was there. And, um, I had a good laugh when Fantasia came out into the crowd to engage with the crowd and she pointed to this girl right in front to try to get her to dance. And she just stood there like a light pole. It was pretty funny.
0: Um, I did catch this, Uh, again, like, Taylor Swift could breathe or, like, blink awkwardly and people would get upset. Like, that's just where it is at this point. She is Mm -hmm. probably, who on earth is more popular than Taylor Swift? Like, where could she go and not be recognized? Like, some Tibetan tribe in the middle of uh, the Himalayas or that, that place in the Indian Ocean where they kill people that come to the island?
1: And that is of no fault of her own, right? but it is exhausting. It is just, and she's got to know, and listen, continue to make your money, girl. But if you're about to talk about her acceptance speech for the first win of the night, it it cracked me the hell up. So I did notice that everybody's faces, they might as well all have been cringing. It wasn't, in my opinion, wasn't the time, place, or the audience. I don't think she got the response that she was looking for.
0: What did she say in that one? I didn't watch any of this nonsense. she announced her album. She she won
1: an award and announced her album as if everybody was going to like faint at the the thought. And it was just kind of like, okay, congrats. If,
0: (laughs) If there could be any mild criticism of her, it would be, did you have to do that then and maybe overshadow the rest of the night? And it's... I mean, it's the perfect time to do it in a lot of ways. It's imperfect in, in other ways. Um, she easily could have done that a day. No, she, if she would have done it this week, it messes with Usher. She could have done it yesterday or today. There were there, That was like the, the only like slight criticism I could have thrown at her. And look, let's she is not perfect. Right. She, she right. To be as shrewd and as savvy and as strategic a business person as she is, like, look, everybody that's that successful has a little bit of ruthlessness in them.
1: You know, and she, honestly, she has such a fan base that decide that tries to like, uh, like unlock every single thing she does. Like it's the co- like a code. It's like it's the Da Vinci Code, National Treasure. They read into literally every. <gasps> She's wearing the pink lip gloss and she has pink toenails. Mm-hmm. Do you think her album cover is going to be pink? Like it's wild. I remember. Just before the Grammys came out, they said Taylor Swift just changed her oh no, maybe that was Beyonce. Somebody said they just changed their profile picture to black and white. Do you think they're gonna announce something? And I'm like, who cares? And I think because you were at the Grammys, so you were in an audience full of like other musicians and celebrities, not nearly at her level, but other musicians musicians and celebrities, they didn't quite care. So when the camera cut to all of them, it was just kinda like, Okay, girl, like if that's what you want to use your speech to do, where I feel like she could have found a better way to do it that would have engaged her fan base, which is what she's, you know, which is, I think, what where all of this comes about anyway. Like, they live for shit like that.
0: I just thought of a great analogy, um, and I, I saw it a couple of times today, like the the Taylor Swift effect, which is wide ranging and there'll be more like female centric commercials during the Super Bowl and but, and, this and this and all the do you know what this re- and anybody that gets on her for what you you lightly alluded to even though I don't think you were intending to do so mm-hmm. like if there are, are other people like the Tate McRae's, and, and the artist which is everybody the artist below Taylor if if they want to get on her you know what this is? This is the Tiger Woods effect. Um, mm-hmm. Tiger Woods brought so many people to golf and made so many people who finished 17th on a Sunday in a major he was playing in. He made those people so much money, it was the Tiger effect. And Taylor is doing that as well. So if there's some like middling artist, um, Taylor brings so many people into pop culture and pop music, which is what so much of this is, like, she, the rising tide she is the rising tide and she lifts all the
1: boats it so trevor noah had a joke when she taylor walked in during his opening monologue and he was kind of walking through the crowd during his monologue and he was like oh 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 taylor swift is on her way he was like you know for all those that are sitting at that table or in that area um your economy's gonna go up now <laughs> <laughs> and it was i thought it was hilarious it was so funny and you know and good for her like i don't i really don't have a ton of i'm tired of seeing her but that's not a criticism of her that's a criticism of everything else like let her live you know like let us all live without having to hear that taylor swift blew her nose while eating a grilled cheese sandwich today but i like good for her for having such an impact with her music and with with what she does good for travis i mean i'm happy for travis for being taylor swift's boyfriend like i will always say that you know what i mean but um yeah enough already i think it'll die down when the super nope. bowl is over Nope, it should Nope, it should
0: nope something You're will happen
1: live. something will happen and they will get engaged and then it'll be a national holiday
0: the the album comes out on on 419 day. So there will be oh, a single. It does. Yeah, there will be a single. No sooner than like a month out. So I'm that's sure. like 3 to 4 weeks away. So if you want to get your breather, it might be like um the end of after Super Bowl week until the single comes out, maybe the end of February. And then it's mm-hmm. over. Like it, it I have no issue with this because it gives me plenty of stuff to talk about. And it's it's all good things other than like the, the toxic lunacy that people, that <laughs> the the Trump people think that she's out there to flip the, all this nonsense that they have come flip up the with. the election. All this insanity. Isn't um, it
1: crazy? They'll admit somebody, I, I'm generalizing to, a, to the nth degree, but they'll admit that somebody else is out there sabotaging the election, but won't admit <laughs> the win their own party did <laughs> like it's your own party is in jail for doing like hella illegal shit it's total it's yes. total madness total let's madness. keep on taylor swift
0: um i watched something did you did you watch anything over the weekend we haven't talked shows are you in on masters of air please watch
1: it no what is oh.
0: that um it's on Apple, and everybody's got to get it on Apple. As I saw somebody say the other day, Apple is the new HBO. So I'm on many, Apple. so many good shows. Um,
1: Masters of Air.
0: Masters of Air. It's a World War Two show, and Ooh. they're all they're all fighter pilot, like bomber pilots. And um, Dua Lipa's boyfriend is in it. And Callum Turner, um, Austin Butler is in it, and mm-hmm. uh, our guy Barry is in it, and some other face. It's so good, like it is. I actually thought there was going to be it was going to be your, your standard like um peak tv kind of thing, romance, we'll see some ass cuz going to be some sex scenes. It, it's it's <laughs> You're more so like funny. it's more like Saving Private Ryan though not as com- uh commonly gory. There's a couple of moments where like oh, that guy just got hit, that guy just hit the wing. Um it is it is intense and the way they shot this thing like you feel like you're in these planes with the German shooting around you like it it's it's tense and it's stressful like I gotta take a breath after after some of these scenes it is a <clears throat> wonderful show
1: no I have not I haven't been watching anything good if that makes any sense for some reason I decided to re-watch the Crown okay. so I've been watching that from the very beginning. Um, I haven't moseyed on over to Apple since I tried to watch Killers of the Flower Moon, which I thought was boring. And, um, I finished Yellowstone up to this point. So, so there, there's that, but I'm not, you know, I'm not really watching anything great. I do love True Detective though. I think this season? season in particular, oh my God, I love it. I love it so much. I'm disappointed that I can't watch it all in one weekend. Like I have to keep waiting until Sunday. And then I only get an hour's worth, and like, that's just what like consuming good television has done to me. Like, it's just not enough.
0: I really enjoyed the first season. I didn't watch it um, week to week. I caught up with it. I was like, oh, this is this is totally my stuff. Like,
1: well, this season has. Yep, this season overlaps with season one.
0: Something about Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey's character's dad.
1: Um, I think so, but just the, also like the supernatural themes to right. it are similar to what they saw in season one, but you can easily watch this season, because I don't remember anything about season one, and I watched it, but you can easily watch this season without knowing what happened in season one, it's yeah. still just as good.
0: I, I think this is the first season they've actually dived into the supernatural, where everything, at least in season one, it was hinted at, but that's what made it so disturbing and trippy. I really like that. And I, it was Colin Farrell and then Colin Farrell mm-hmm. was season 2, right?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: And then I was told uh Herschel Ali's season 3 was forgettable. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I might have to dive into this. And I like Jodie Foster.
1: Oh, oh, it's so, the, the, it's creepy. It's really good. Okay, really cre-
0: good. I creepy is is for me. I watched um something I don't usually um, but I had more free time this weekend than I had anticipated. I watched um, Alexander the Great, uh, the, the documentary.
1: Oh, I started that and then turned it off to turn on something else. I've, I'm in such a mood where I'm like, mm, I'll watch something and then there's multiple choices and I always pick the wrong choice and then just puts around. Maybe it's my ADHD. I don't know. Are you going to go back to it? Yes, I am.
0: Um, I liked it. I finished it up. I typically don't watch documentaries because there's way too much talking and the people aren't really that interesting. the the uh, The people who comment in this are, are pretty good. In fact, I tweeted one of the ladies, and um, it's not too much of the woman digging in Alexandria, which I had no interest in. Um, <laughs> give me the, the give me the, the 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 drama and some of the smart commentary. And for in the uh, I guess it was December. I was listening to a, a Yale course about uh the middle ages which is basically like after the roman empire to about like the crusades and right. so i have i fallen into this uh, uh first millennia kind of spot and right oh. before that is is alexander H- how much of this how much of the first episode did you watch
1: like 10 minutes not even
0: um these guys so you saw them making out right
1: i knew he was into men yes
0: yeah, okay um that whole thing, not 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 the homosexuality part of it, but like who they are continues. Like this is this is the most bro documentary of twenty five hundred <laughs> year old people I have ever seen. Like these dudes would totally conquer who and what they did, and then go report, and then go record a podcast about it in a very misogynistic way. Maybe um, that's
1: why I turned it off.
0: <laughs> no, stick with it because it. It's well done, but it's so modern. You're like, and I get it. Like, they can't speak Latin. Like, nobody's going to do Latin. They're not, and subtitles are one thing, but their, their vernacular is so modern. <laughs> it's it's almost laughable. That's why I see them, like, killing all these people, beheading things, enslaving people, and then flipping record on to do their podcast about it.
1: You know, and I'm surprised I turned it off because I'm in, like, a historical mood, if that makes any sense. Like, obviously, I'm rewatching The Crown, and I really want to watch that like Netflix short series about the oh god I can't with Mark Ruffalo I can't remember what it's called though and I think it was World with, War Two with the one blind the girl. Yes. Yeah, I didn't and finish it. I like I'm I'm really in, and then there was a Viking movie that I started and didn't go back to so I'm I'm in a mood I'm in one of those moods but I just can't pick what to watch.
0: All the light that we can't see.
1: All the light that we can't see.
0: When you watch that, and it's worth it. I think it's only like four episodes as well. Uh, when you watch that, you'll you'll have to uh, giggle at Mark Ruffalo's accent, accent <laughs> in it. And when he talks to the very young version of, of The Blind Girl. But I know a lot of people absolutely loved it. I was like, yeah, this is not my thing as much as I love him and some of the other actors in this.
1: Yeah, and Killers of the Flower Moon. It's historical, so, I mean, that makes sense. But I just found it. I hate to say I found it boring because like the mass like murder and the plotting and whatever you want to call it of that culture and that community is not supposed to be entertaining, but Mm. I just wasn't, I wasn't in it. I didn't find it interesting.
0: Yeah. Based on that, like for, I love American history, but if I have a, a big blind spot and a hole in my love of American history, it's what happened to native Americans um, I've read plenty about it and I've yet to come across any, any, uh, like, like, uh, dramatic reenactment or movie of it that really has pulled me. So eh, that's why I wasn't really grabbed by it. And when I hear Martin Scorsese and Leo DiCaprio, I don't run the things like many people do.
1: Which means that that there's an opportunity for some really good stories to be told. I mean, you're just telling your retail. I did hear though, that this movie was a little whitewashed so i like I'm interested to see if there were if there will be any other stories told of this nature I mean there's tons of them. I know that, and maybe maybe that maybe we have enough World War two movies maybe it's time to start telling the stories at the mainstream mainstream level. You know what I mean, but i just i loved Oppenheimer I could sit through that for another three hours, but there was so- and that was also like a historical sh- story about something really tragic that came about from the creation of that weapon so I, we, I just there there was something about that where I'm like yeah what's a, know, I,
0: what's a happy historical movie <laughs> like there, there's always a loser
1: hidden figures hidden figures
0: you don't even know what it the, is, dude. The, the black, uh, the black NASA ladies.
1: Yes, I still cry every time I watch that. There you go. Love that's it. it. That's so more, inspirational.
0: That's more homework we can do. Historical movies that where there's not a gigantic loser in it,
1: where somebody wins, where we get inspired. Where you know what I mean? Yeah. Hidden All figures. Right.
0: You got anything else?
1: No. Mm-mm. Okay.
0: Um, let's. Uh, we will go back to our individual uh, lead up to the Super Bowl weeks.
1: <laughs> and um, text me when you're done.